Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 281. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yeah, I was just drinking my uh, beer here, and I forgot to reference it in the last episode, so... What I got? We were talking baseball, and I was like, "I'm drinking a triple," and that's that's perfect timing. But you blew it. Didn't mention it. So, of course, they are spelled a little bit differently because it's Belgian or something. So, oh, but it's it's very nice. I like it. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. Crack open a triple if you have one, and uh, listen to yeah. our sports podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff to get into. First things first, do you remember a little old place called Knott's Berry Farm? Sure, yeah. And by the way, this is not the one for you to look at uh, your phone for first. Okay. Wait for it. It's the second story. So we used to go there a whole lot. Uh, you had a pass with a uh, with us, right? I didn't. I oh. never got a pass there. But Loser. I had been. I got a pass to Wild Rivers, which uh, made a comeback this year. Now, that. is that the one in Irvine or is that the one in... It's in the Great Park now, yeah. San Dimas. Okay. I've been to that one, but at an other location, do they move it? Or was it always yeah, there? Yeah, and it, cl- it closed, and oh. they built apartments there, um, and now they rebuilt it at the Great Park. So. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Knott's Berry Farm, I guess, has become a place where kids go to fight. Yeah, I did, did see, you see this. this. This was I like last week, yeah. but uh, they announced... Or like later part of last week, teens will now need a guardian. Yeah, good to accompany them at Knott's Berry Farm on Saturdays and Fridays, because I guess over the weekend, like two weeks ago, multiple incidences of kids just fighting and like they're filming it for mm-hmm. dumbass yeah. like TikTok and bullshit because uh, they want to be famous because that's the whole idea is let's be famous and then we don't have to get jobs. Uh, well, it's crazy. I mean, this is a greater point about TikTok is like this is like a Twilight Zone episode. You could just imagine Rod Serling going up there and it's like the way to China to defeat us was to our <laughs> own ways or something. It's like this is an incredible warfare, you know, that they they killed us. They yep. won through TikTok and they, You're entering they damaged the world. our yeah. They China completely can <laughs> damaged everything. And then he then he takes a puff out of a cigarette. Yeah. Great stuff. That's a, a pipe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like we're screwed because of this. We our kids are fighting each other in the middle of theme parks. Like, what is going on? Yeah, shouldn't he be in the goddamn line for Montezuma's Revenge? Yeah, or going on Accelerator? Yeah, there's no place for it unless there was like a um, a theme land that was um, like the 1950s um, and a you know an abandoned street or something. I'm not getting it. Like it was like West Side Story or something where all the kids had to fight each other. Oh. But yeah, there's not the, the right. old West Town. You don't want to do fist fights there. Maybe some shootouts. Do a duel. Yeah. You're, right. you're, one of you is going to be dead. There's the one the one land that's just like, um, it's like, oh, it's 50s themed like diners and stuff. It's like, no, that's too innocent. It's too pure. That who, is who would fight. Or not spare farm? Yeah. It's been um, so long since it's been, been there. a long time. And yeah, but I remember that. That's where the accelerator there is there because it's like that's like a 50s uh, oh, drag yeah, race. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. They had the diner and yeah, I kind of remember that. Hmm. Yeah, their, their themes been, weren't as ever. like prominent as, uh, as Disneyland. They yeah. didn't have the budget for it. Yeah, it's true. Um, 
so yeah, if you're a kid and uh, you're going to not not to fight, but to go on the rides, you probably now have to bring your parents. So <laughs> have fun with that. All right, Andy. This next story is uh, the one I sent you the the photo for. So at this time, you may open your phone and take a look. This is like and, a court case or something. Uh, yeah, Some, a document. So this was going on. Well, it's it's an article I just took a screenshot of in Alabama. There's a five year old kid who's doing a neighborhood watch, walking around the neighborhood. But uh, he decided to dress up in his Halloween costume from last year. And uh, Andy, are you looking at it? Yes. He is Chucky. <laughs> Yeah, that is, is that not horrifying? Yeah, because from this scale, you can't tell that it's a five-year-old kid. That looks like a fully grown person walking around with that. Does it? Which is look how little the legs are. I I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't know actually what is worse. Like a seven-footer in there. Scarier <laughs> because he's so small. Yeah. And like I don't know when little kids move like adults or something, and they're like dressed up like adults. Not that this is. I mean, it's overalls and like a striped shirt, but. Still horrifying. Big old head on, and the, it's a mask of Chucky. Um, yeah, so this went kind of locally viral in Alabama, and then continued outward, and it made it all the way to California. Um, so yeah, he's he's being a neighborhood watch. So he's probably not gonna he's gonna settle some people down if they're looking to cause a ruckus and they see him walking around. That is horrifying. Yeah. So Halloween's upon us, Andy, whether you like it or not. Oh, I know it's happening. You know, you this horror movies come in the every day. Yeah, there's just. There's a million things, horror related things. They just want them out there. Yeah, very good. Including more Chucky, I'm sure. Yeah, I never got into the Chuckies. Yeah, uh, I mean, that that show they put out that show that did pretty well, I think. So I watched some of them as a kid. I remember one where he's at like a. Naval Academy or something. Yeah, the military school. Yeah, and he yeah. replaces the uh, paintballs yeah, with, with like actual guns, yeah. bullets because that's how guns work. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's that easy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember that. And then they decided like he needs to have a woman in his life. Oh, yeah. That's a big part of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to make this doll. She's going to be sexy. And, you know, they're going to be in love and she'll help him with his terrorizing it's like what the hell who came up with that idea and how did that actually get through so i think it went even wilder from what i remember is the then they made another one after that which was they had a child so the two dolls had a child doll and then it turned out i think child doll ended up being transgender which is like this is way ahead of the game movie came out in like 2002 or something so insane that can't be real yeah isn't he himself supposed to be a child well, no, Chuck. I mean, it's a serial killer that gets put into the body of, of the doll. So he's oh. an adult man. I see. But is I don't that know one how... seed of Chucky? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's probably something. Oh, wow. Yeah. About Chucky that, yeah. and Tiffany are resurrected by their innocent gender confused daughter. There Glenda. you go. See, I told you. <laughs> I told you there's a transgender Hollywood cursed doll in it. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> what, what year did that come out? 2004. See, that was way ahead of the game. <laughs> <laughs> very interesting yeah where do we get where this come from again uh, yeah there's a kid the kid in the costume yeah yep all right so yeah if you see a little kid walking around alabama be no fear he, uh, he's, I, I won't be in alabama anytime soon yeah he's a neighborhood watch so 
All right, Andy, you wanted to talk about Comic-Con. Yeah, so uh, the first Comic-Con in a few years, actually, it finally happened. Um, yeah, How many since- of those are there? Isn't there one in San Diego and that's it? Or is there? A well, whole there's other ones because there's I mean, I think there's some of them are just like business, you know, people got to sell books and shit. But okay. this is the this is the big one, the San Diego Comic-Con. Got it. Um, so, yeah, this is where a lot of the um, random shit that's not comic book happens where they're like Star Trek and Game of Thrones. And it's like everything that's like, I guess, nerd culture. But of course, Marvel is actually real comic books. So that's uh, they have a huge presence there. Uh, but it hasn't happened in a, a few years, so uh, this was a big one where the last time they had one, Marvel did their whole plans for like the next few years, um, some of the, which stuff hasn't even happened yet because I think COVID kind of pushed uh, everything. But uh, they announced a whole bunch of shit and a whole bunch of what their, their schedule is. So um, I know you don't care, but uh, there's some interesting things here, uh, including that... Um, Phase four is going to be ending with um, Black Panther 2, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So uh, now Marvel likes to put all their projects in phases. Uh, and typically the phases have ended with a Avengers movie. So like phase one was like the Iron Man movie and the Captain America movie that all culminated with uh, the first Avengers movie. Um, but phase four has not had that. Phase four started, I guess, with black widow last year and there's been six movies and six shows and it's just been longer than the phases typically are yet no big like team up movie which is kind of crazy but uh yeah so marvel says that that phase is going to be ending so uh black panther wakanda forever comes out in november and they did show off a trailer for this so uh, of course chadwick boseman um sad sadly passed uh, a couple years back now um you know, he was fighting cancer for a while and no one even knew and just kind of big surprise. Uh, so they had to figure out a way. How are you going to move on with this franchise without him? And, um, you know, there's a big cast of characters that they had from that first movie. So it looks like they're going forward with that. It it, it looks pretty neat. It looks kind of avatarish that the uh, antagonists are blue people that live in the sea. It's like, well, OK, so this, these those two movies are coming out around the same time, uh, which is interesting. But. Um, yeah, then, then they showed out their entire slate for, uh, phase five. So they already have everything planned for phase five, uh, with dates. So they're probably not going to stick to all these dates, but, uh, starting off phase five is Ant-Man three, Ant-Man quantum mania, uh, which they showed some footage off, but you're never going to see it. It's not allowed to, it was like, you can't film this shit. We're showing it only for you. Uh, but Bill Murray's going to be in that, so that's interesting. Whoa. And I will talk about Bill Murray a little bit oh. later. By the way, um, Andy, Living with Chucky comes out uh, August thirteenth. Okay, it's a documentary about yeah. actually like living with uh, Jigsaw. But with this Jigsaw. is an hour forty-five okay. of living with Chucky. All right, yeah. So there you go. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, and then it's a spring in 2023, a, a Disney plus series called secret invasion. That was already announced. Uh, May of 2023 is guardians of the galaxy volume three, which, uh, there's a little bit of leaked footage with that. Um, and James Gunn said, that's the last one he's doing. Probably the last one for all of that cast. Uh, and the summer of 23 is a Disney plus series called echo. Um, also in the summer, Loki season two, Disney plus, and then July 2023, we have The Marvels, the, the sequel to Captain Marvel. 
Um, and then November 2023 is Blade, Mahershala Ali's Blade. Whoa. So uh, definitely looking forward to that one. Blade, Blade's cool, right? Will um, Mr. Snipes be in this? I don't know. They, he should. He should be some sort of mentor character. I don't. He they is Blade. I don't think they've announced any other cast for this. So this must already have been. Maybe it's going to film soon or something because that's coming out next year. Uh, and then also in uh, fall 2023 and winter 2023, we've got two more Disney Plus series airing uh, Ironheart and Agatha Coven of Chaos. Um, and then spring of 2024. This is exciting for me. Daredevil Born Again. So Daredevil uh, Netflix series that I really enjoyed. Um, now that Disney owns everything back again, uh, they weren't allowing any Netflix stuff. They got Daredevil back on Disney Plus. And now they're going to continue that series uh, in spring of 2024 with uh, they announced 18 episodes, uh, bringing back the main cast, including Vincent D'Onofrio. So exciting for me. Uh, And then phase five ends uh, with uh, in the summer of 2024, Captain America, New World Order. So this is Captain America with Anthony Mackie Uh, and then some in uh, the Thunderbolts, which is like a a team that's... um, a little morally gray, I guess, you know, not, not the Avengers. They're not all good people They're, um, which has been done a million times before. Uh, DC has the suicide squad, which is, um, I guess actually bad guys, but, um, yeah, not a lot of details on that. Um, and then they went a little crazy and they're like, fuck it. Let's start with, let's do phase six too. Like we haven't even gotten to phase five. Uh, so you know, it's phase six. We'll start with the fantastic four in November of 2024. So um, they got the rights back to those characters. Remember, they made those movies in the early 2000s with Jessica Alba. Yeah. No one watched them. Really bad. Um, the well, Silver they, Surfer Capri Sun. Yeah. Now they're going to do it for real here um, with the real Marvel. Um, and then they <laughs> announced May 2025. Finally, another movie, another Avengers movie. Uh, Avengers, the King Kang Dynasty, followed up by avengers secret wars in november of 2025 so i think they're a little bold in thinking that like world will even exist at that point who knows who are um like robert down jr is coming back no that's that's why that's why they haven't had an avengers movie is because they have to build the team up again so um it'll probably be benedict cumberbatch and um captain marvel like john favreau sure he's just he doesn't have any powers. He's just a, an assistant, basically. He drives him around. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's exciting because there hasn't been an Avengers movie. But that's 2025. That's coming out three years from now. Uh, so they are. They're, I guess they're confident. In Pre-order saying, your tickets today, folks. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but they really do go all out and like, yeah, hey, here's our plan. We got a bunch of shit. So yeah, that happened in 2019 was when they announced like all the things that have come out the last couple of years. And, so doing it again. Um, but yeah, I think the big thing to come out of that is that Black Panther trailer, which is pretty neat. I think, like, okay, I think I think they're going to pull it off. It's a tough task to be like, well, the guy's dead. Our star is dead. How are we going to keep going? But doesn't mean, you can't, doesn't mean you can't make a good movie. No, a hologram would be a terrible idea. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, but it looks like they, uh, they figured something out. So um, There's also a bunch of other weird things at Comic-Con, you know, like the rock like flew in or something. I don't know. You got to have weird shit. Is he's black Adam? Yeah. And then like William Shatner was there and he's like, hey, I'm a Star Trek man, but I'm not. And I don't know. I don't he know. It's not, not a Priceline commercial. Yeah, it's not for me. I don't, I don't care. But yeah, some big right. movie news there. Well, big news for the nerds. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, there was a shooting during a filming of a TV show. Yeah. And, uh, Where's Alec Baldwin? <laughs> it wasn't uh, people on the set. I was during, uh, they were filming on a city street. Were they just in Chicago or something? And okay, have you, did you read the story already? <laughs> no, I don't know anything about it. Literally, it was in Chicago. It was like, not a good look for Chicago. I think a lot of that stuff is a little overblown that Chicago is a war zone and all that kind of stuff. But literally, in the, during the filming of Justified City Primeval, so the new, the new series of Justified, uh, there was two cars going at each other, firing guns across <laughs> each other, and they crossed over the barricade on the set and completely shut down the, the shoot because, like, there was real guns being fired at people. Uh, pretty terrible stuff. So, um, yeah, insane. I think it is a war zone there, Andy. It says, I just pulled up an article from Chicago. They're on track to have 600 killings in 2022. Yeah, it's a big city, though. It's, Shootings, it's, homicides down it's the rate, show. Its rate isn't the highest. It's high, but it's not the highest. It's worse yeah, to be like in like... St. Louis, one of the most... Deadly Probably. places. I think like Jacksonville and Houston and I don't know. I'm just speaking out of my ass, but Chicago's not the worst by rate, but Chicago is the third biggest city, so it's has a lot more people. There's been almost thirteen hundred shootings in the city through June. Yeah. So this that's one's not included yet, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> um uh yeah, and that's one of those weird ones. I think it's hard when most people don't you know. I, I pay attention for something for four seconds when I'm seeing a trailer. He's wearing a cowboy hat. It's called Justified. Oh, it's a Western. But you said it's not, so. It's it's a modern Western, you know? He's a he's a U.S. Marshal who's taken down bad guys, uh, but it's set in the present day. So he does wear the cowboy hat. And he, is Tommy Lee Jones and it does, his it, uh, mentor? It, yeah, maybe. It it. Takes place or the, or the the original show. I think it was like Tennessee or something, Kentucky. I don't know somewhere in the South. Um, so I don't know if this this uh, spinoff or whatever this new series is going to be like uh, in Chicago or something. Um, yeah, he uh, it t- the first the series takes place in uh, Eastern Kentucky. So okay, yeah, I don't know what this this new one if that's like he goes to Chicago like it's that's going to be different for him. Is this still Timothy Oliphant? Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, maybe know. one day I'll watch it. Yeah, I never. I, I watched a couple episodes. I never watched the whole thing. I know it's it's much more of an episode to episode show than you think. You think like, oh, this is on real cable and stuff. It'll it'll be like a long story, but it's more like he's got to catch this killer today, and then uh, the other guys still it's going after Doctor Richard Kimball. Sure. Yeah. It's a fugitive. I know. Okay. That was a TV show. So you can make that a whole series. Yeah, but it was a, a better movie, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. I didn't kill my wife! Mm-hmm. He jumps up over the river. And Tommy Lee Jones, doesn't he just yell like, I don't care! Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't his job to solve yeah. the crime. His job is to bring him in. Yeah. It's like Bounty Law. Also, Timothy Oliphant. Uh, in, uh, no, his was a, a different show in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Are you ready to talk about Bill Murray again? Yeah. So he was in the news this week. Uh, I said twice. I already mentioned it before, but the first time they uh, 
came out that he is not in uh, Wes Anderson's new movie, Asteroid City, which is a big surprise because he's in all of them to replace him. But he was also um, like talking about the movie last year. And it's like, well, he's definitely in it. Uh, It says, well, he's not in it this time. And this movie has a huge cast. So it's like, how is he not in it? Uh, Well, the studio said um, he had COVID when he was supposed to film his scenes. But a lot of people were like, okay, well, this is weird because that whole thing with Bill Murray in the Aziz Ansari movie never really got resolved. I don't know. Did they continue without him? Did they replace him? I haven't heard anything further on that or any expansion of what he did. So it's like people are like, did they just cut him out of this movie and be like, no, he was never in it. Um, But then here we are at Comic-Con and Ant-Man 3 they're showing off, which uh, had already been announced that he was in there. He said it himself. He just kind of leaked it. Like, yeah, I'm going to be in this Marvel movie. They're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Bill Murray shouldn't be in one of those, but uh, he's going to be in it. And he was part of the footage they showed off and they were very much not embarrassed to say Bill Murray is in our movie. They were wanting to celebrate it. So it seems like he's still in good standing, which is uh, good, but I, I don't know. So maybe it's just that really was the truth. He got COVID when he was supposed to film uh, the new Wes Anderson movie and just couldn't couldn't make it. So, starring uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. That, that's her daughter. Yeah. Do you not know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, maybe this one will be better than the last one. Yeah, and they did it. they did say it's like about um in the West people in the fifties or something looking at It's an astronomy, astronomy convention yeah. takes yeah, place yeah. in a desert town in the fifties where several students and their parents meet their knowledgeable experiences and uh lives overlap in unexpected ways. Yeah, so hopefully it's like a real story and not like whoa, we're, we recreated a magazine in the movie. It's like that doesn't it's not real. I want a real movie. A story. Matt Dillon's in it. I could see him, yeah. But yeah, I saw that cast list is like 5,000 people long. So. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. Yeah. Okay, pretty fun. Uh, you have a Netflix franchise you're really gassed about. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so are you familiar uh, with the new movie that came out for Netflix called The Gray Man? Uh, I saw an article about it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not currently a subscriber to Netflix, so I wasn't... Uh, didn't see. I don't know how popular this is. Uh, this is uh, Netflix's highest budgeted movie ever. So it's uh, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Uh, and it's directed by the people who made the Avengers movies and, and the same writers and everything. This was supposed to be a big deal. And uh, this movie came out last Friday. Reviews are pretty bad. Uh, which is sad because it, Gosling's good. I think people like him. I think he makes good movies usually. So for him to make like a flop like this is kind of surprising. Uh, but we live in an era where I don't think people care that much about that. So Netflix must have saw something good enough with the views that they did get and have greenlit uh, a sequel uh, and as well a spinoff movie. So um, wow. one of Netflix's biggest problems is that they don't own things. They don't own Batman or John Wick or anything. So they try to make stuff out of the things they do own so when they put out a movie even if it's not great and it but people watch it they're like why don't we just make five more of them right so um i don't know expect more gray man you excited uh 
Maybe. When maybe this CIA movie's actually, is, yeah, maybe it's way better than than you think. I don't know, but yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I did see that. That's cool that he's in there. He doesn't do much stuff anymore. But yeah, you haven't seen him at all. Yeah, he's too busy making records and stuff. You know. Yeah. Musician. He's always bad Santa, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably won't watch it. But it's their most expensive movie ever. I don't care. You're not getting your money's worth unless you watch it. I don't pay for it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm sure that stuff will be out fast. So there you go. Andy, uh, Paul Servino passed away. He was a Goodfellas actor. So that's two in about right, a yeah. couple months span or whenever that was. Uh, he was 83, though. So, But uh, he was on the cover, if, uh, if you can recall uh, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm, of course, yeah. No, I, I watched that somewhat recently. Um, yeah, a lot of people who played Italian mobsters have died in the last few months. <laughs> Crazy. I had a run of them. I mean, yeah, the two the two Goodfellas uh, stars, of course, but um, Polly Walnuts, of course, and uh, James Caan, which was that last week we talked about that or two weeks ago? He, um, he, two weeks ago. I think yeah. he was on the... F- sixth or something like that yeah protect these people i mean um i'll be talking about joe pesci later in this thing so oh wow let's let's not put any bad bad feelings on him alone yeah no i didn't but um he's in one of the trailers i bet no i will we'll get to it it's fine all right but yeah so uh go back and watch some good fellas uh if you didn't already because that's a wonderful movie yeah and he's great in it his his monologue about how to make the sauce while in prison is is so memorable to me. Yeah, that whole thing just, is kind of fun. They're just like in their little like prison apartment. Yeah. I got the bread. Mafia people, they love to cook pasta and it always looks very delicious. I mean, yeah. You ever made pasta in an, uh, a slow cooker? Like your spaghetti and meatballs? No, no. I've seen people do that and they make like mac and cheese and stuff. It's like, yeah, I guess it makes sense. It'll work, but. I want to give it a shot. Yeah. All right. Well, you got some trailers you wanted to. Uh, you know, shout out about. Yeah, a number of trailers came out this week. Um, if you went to go see Nope at the theater, uh, you got a little teaser for Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. So um, I did see this, so it's uh, not that much. A uh, little little bit of Killian Murphy there, and then at the end you can hear Downey Jr. talking. It's like, okay, cool, cool. And there's flames and stuff, and a nice little countdown reminding you that this movie is a full year away. So, uh, or not a full year, uh, 364 20th, days. Yeah. yeah July 21st. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's cool. The, the relationship there that they're like, okay, we want to put this in front of the, uh, Jordan Peele movie because, uh, there was a thing that came out a few months ago about the IMAX company. The corporation was like, we're partnering with Nolan and Jordan Peele that we're, they're the two directors we want to, uh, use our shit and like really show it off. So uh, they're kind of linked there and they're both with uh, making movies for universal now. So I think that's why they put that there um, because yeah, I think um, Nope was filmed a lot in IMAX. So um, Oppenheimer I'm sure is filmed mostly in IMAX. So you get to see that when you see a trailer for it, you get to fill up the whole screen. So I listened to an interview a long time ago. It seems like uh, from Josh Peck. You might recall him from uh, Drillbit Taylor 
as uh, the main bully's, you know, second commander. And uh, he's in Oppenheimer. Yeah, a lot of people are that, so. There is a never-ending list, it Mm -hmm. appears. So, I'm excited for this, uh, as is the world, I assume. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, then the another trailer uh, that, that came out last week, Halloween ends. So I don't know if you remember or forgot that Halloween is ending. So the the uh, Danny McBride, David Gordon Green trilogy of Halloween movies ends this year. So it was always the plan to do uh, the second and third one back to back, kind of film them together. Um, I had kind of forgot. Oh, yeah, this is coming. This is coming October 14th. So not not that far away. Uh, it's supposed to take place like four years after the last movie, which is strange because it's only it was only a year ago, but uh, makes sense for the story. Uh, it's promising. This is the the finish to Michael Myers versus Laurie Strode. So um, yeah, I'm committed at this point. That last movie wasn't very good. Hopefully, this one will be a lot better. But there's nothing that's going to keep me from watching this. I'm going to watch it regardless. So uh, hopefully, it's hopefully it's great. Yeah, these are always you know entertaining. When I was a kid. Yeah, I think that that one that came out last year, if you like aren't trying to make it be a good movie, I think it could be fun because it's really silly and there's weird stuff happening, but it's so inconsistent with that. The, the first one from 2018. It's like, how, how did you go from that movie to this movie? Um, yeah, I still so, never saw that. Yeah, I think it's still on HBO right now. I think, isn't it Peacock? Yeah. It, it is HBO. Be. It was. It got put to HBO. I'm it sure they'll HBO. probably want to put HBO it on. Next. Yeah, I think they'll want. It was on Peacock when it first came out. Yeah, and then it went to HBO, and I'm sure it'll go back. Who knows? Business uh, is uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, I've got John Wick Chapter Four, March 23rd. Well, yeah. uh, so a little bit of misinformation going back and forth between this John Wick. They were put some photos out there, and they're like, "It's just started filming now," and it's like, "Well, that's not good. It's just started filming now." Uh, but that's not the truth. It's it's been wrapped for a while, and they uh, just had some photos from, I guess, a reshoot or something. I don't know. Uh, but they had an, they put together a little teaser here, uh, some good stuff. You know, someone with a bow and arrow. Uh, Donnie Yen, the great Donnie Yen, was in it. Uh, you got uh, Bill Skarsgård. Looks like playing the the bad guy here. He's playing guy. an actual human in this one. Yeah, he usually plays creatures or of some sort, but. Um, yeah, more John Wick. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine if they just keep doing them. And and I guess Keanu Reeves said the same thing. I'll keep doing them if people want to see them. So he, you know, he could replace Liam Neeson. Well, just keep yeah, he's just morphing into him. Yeah, I don't feel like he's as tall, but he is American. So I think he's Canadian. So even better. Are you sure? That's I'm a couple sure. points. I'm pretty sure. I don't like that. Does it? Oh, I'm realizing I'm not in Keanu Reeves's bio. I'm in with John you're just, Wick. You're just searching for John <laughs> no Wick. Wonder it didn't say anything. Like John Wick is definitely an American. <laughs> uh, he was born in Lebanon. Yeah, he's Canadian, definitely. See, I knew it. I knew it. Interesting. He's six foot one. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd take it. Uh, Liam Neeson, by the way, is six foot three and a half. Mm, okay. Yeah. Only actors do that when, you know, once you're 12, you kind of are no longer like and three quarters. You're just uh, basketball players during the draft do that, too. I guess that's true. Like well, six that foot, six foot eight and three quarters. And three yeah, and it's all about extra 
yeah. extra monies. With shoes and without Do you shoes. imagine doing that, though? Like someone, you're walking uh, around, some person at your office like, how tall are you? Six foot two and a half? Yeah. Like, what a weirdo. Get away from me, loser. imperceptible. No one would be able to know. Yeah. All right. Uh, any more trailers? Yeah, the last one I got here, uh, not a big movie, but something I'm interested in. Uh, it's called Pearl. So it's coming out September 16th, a little sooner than I would have thought. Uh, A24 horror movie, so of course I'll love it. Uh, so what's interesting is uh, this is a prequel to the movie X, which uh, if you go back a few weeks, I did my top 10. I think X was third. So uh, I really enjoyed X, which takes place in the 1970s, uh, about an old couple that rent out to uh, a group of people making a making a porn movie and things go badly. So Pearl is a prequel following the old woman uh, when she was a younger woman. So in the early 1900s at some point, and she, you know, she wants to be uh, an entertainer, but she, there's something something messed up about her. Um, so the thing is, Pearl, had, there was a there was a kind of a teaser for Pearl at in the end credits of X, which is like a Whoa. 24 movies aren't supposed to have post credit scenes. It's supposed to be for like Marvel and stuff. Uh, so the story behind this is uh, they went to Australia to make or New Zealand to make X because you could do whatever you want back in 2000 and yeah, in the early early now COVID times days have changed. You could go to New Zealand and you just had to quarantine for like four weeks and then you could do whatever you want as long as you stayed in New Zealand. Uh, so during the filming of X, the, the writer and director just came up with this idea for the prequel and uh, with with the star of the movie and was like, we should do this. We should just stay here and film this. Like, what good is it to go back to America? We're not going to be able to do anything. So he convinced the studio to like give him more money to make another movie right after he made the Pretty first good. one. So it's like that was a genius thinking. So this is actually coming out uh, in the same year. That's kind of cool that they're two movies like this. So um, it was a good movie. I liked it. So I'm, we'll see this one, I'm sure. So And go watch X if it's I don't know if that's available for streaming yet. I don't think so. I think you still have to rent it. But um yeah, it's still worth it. Yep. All right. Um, okay, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off just because we sent you. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY to get 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Eddie, how many things do you have? I got four. I got one. Okay. Lead us off. All right. I got two, two series here I'll talk about. Uh, the first one didn't just did, took a talked a lot about Marvel. I watched the latest Marvel Disney Plus series, uh, Miss Marvel. So not Captain Marvel, but Miss Marvel. Um, it is about a teenage Pakistani American in New Jersey uh, who idolizes Captain Marvel and ends up getting uh, powers of some sort. I thought the first couple episodes of the series was the best of the Marvel Disney Plus stuff that they've done so far. Uh, and then the show, I don't want to say falls apart, but really kind of takes a dip in quality. And it's very sad that they can't figure out how to really make these shows because it was so promising to start with because it was 
smaller scale in like real TV that the, the drama of the first couple episodes was like a family show. She's a teenage girl in high school. It's, um, it's not quite Disney channel level of stuff, but it's, you know, you can see it's like a, a real, you got to make drama out of human relationships and not like wizards and lightning beams and shit, um, which is just better stuff. Uh, but then like yeah. in the middle of the series, they're like, well, we got to go and do adventures and she's got to fight bad guys. And I was like, you don't actually, you could make that whole show her being a high school kid and now having a little bit of superpowers and how do you deal with that? How do you deal with your friends and all that kind of stuff? Cause that stuff was the, the best part of the show. Like, and how do you, how do you deal with your parents are, are trying to be overprotective and you are now have superpowers. Like that's that there's something interesting about that. Um, but it's like, nope, we got to go on an adventure and find out about the world and why these exist. And it's just like, no, it was way better as as a show taking place in New Jersey and about uh, this community of people you don't know a whole bunch about. Um, so I, I don't know what they do. I, I think they they don't they shouldn't be making these uh, series only six episodes long and making them like long movies. They should be like, well, TV shows should be 10 episodes or 13 episodes or something and figure that out because this is it's not working, I don't think. Um, and I think this was their lowest watched one, which was, I think, partially the fault of it. It started in the middle of Obi-Wan's run. So I think people were like, well, I don't want to do both at the same time. So I just will skip this completely. So, um, And now there's nothing airing on Disney Plus right now. So it's a little strange that they made that decision. So, um, uh-huh. yeah, so that's that one. Uh, then the next uh, series I watched. It's uh, called Irma Vep. It's on HBO. It uh, started in June, just wrapped up yesterday. Last night was its final episode. It's an eight-episode uh, limited series with an uh, interesting premise. Uh, it's about making a TV show or making a long-form series. Um, it's about a, um, a successful actress who kind of doesn't know what she's doing with her career. Should she make you know, the big, big budget movies and get paid a lot. That's where management wants to do, but she wants to make something more interesting. So she uh, decides to do this project with this eccentric French director um, that he's remaking a silent film from like the twenties um, as like a, a limited series. And this is a real series that they're, that they're the, the original silent film that just seems like what the hell was this? But I guess it's actually kind of famous kind of, weird thing about vampires, but they're not actually vampires and um, kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, the, the show is pretty good about, I like the commentary on the current uh, entertainment world and making what's the difference between making a long film versus a series. And this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about just today. Um, and people wanting to do, do you want to take the big project or um, there's a, another director character that she worked with before who's kind of made out to be an antagonist, but maybe he's just actually good at his job and knows how to make a, make a movie that's pleasing to people and makes money and is under budget and that kind of stuff versus the eccentric artist who is a pain in the ass and that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, interesting series, but then it goes, it gets weird at the end that it leaves reality. And it's like, I don't know if I understand this. Um, am I too, dumb to understand this i don't know i usually don't think that about things but um 
still pretty good. The, the lead, the, probably the reason I watched the lead is uh, Alicia Vikander, who I really like, but hasn't been in a ton of stuff recently. She was in the Green Knight last year, but um, I think it's an interesting role for her because like she never actually did like take the Marvel money or stuff. She's been in a lot of like um, prestigious things, I'd say, more critically acclaimed stuff. I don't know if she's been in a big um, franchise movie or anything like that. So, but yeah, I'm I'm glad they still make interesting stuff like that. But that's because I think this is this was made by French people. It mm. just aired on HBO, so it's it's in English and everything. But I think it's like, well, they're still allowed to do things like that because they're French. Yeah, they get away with it. Yeah. All right, want me to do mine? Yeah. I finished an Amazon original, The Terminal List. This stars Chris Pratt as a uh, Navy SEAL officer, and uh, he's got some beef, and he's got to investigate. There's some things going on in his mind where his memory is not too sharp, and uh, without giving too much of it away, you know, he learns, you know, a little bit more each episode, and he uh, is dealing with people who have caused trouble and uh it's it's very good i know it's it's a uh, full of action he's a navy seal for for crying out loud and uh yeah he uh, uh to use the phrase opens up a can of whoop ass on a lot of people and it's pretty cool as like a yeah our our navy seals are pretty badass people um basically invincible or just know how to deal with pain better than your average civilian. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say a whole lot because there are twists and turns kind of, and uh, some things you might see coming, some things you might not, but uh, there's a reporter investigating. There's politicians involved. It's good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Is it's it better Amazon than uh, Prime. It, can you kick Bradley Cooper's ass? Who's, who's a better Navy SEAL, you know? That's a hard one. I would yeah. say, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or know. is he better than the Navy SEAL he played in Zero Dark Thirty? It's been a while since yeah. I've seen that. Which one's better? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, that guy would be younger. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it was 10 years ago, so it's good math. Yeah. Let's check it out. That also has uh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Who I think was in the Army, because that's always what he plays. I don't know. He played high school football in Texas. That's all I know. Oh, boy. From Friday Night Lights. That's what that's a reference to. Well, I could be wrong yeah. on that. Um, but he was in like Lone Survivor. And mm-hmm. he also played the cult leader in Waco. Yeah. Uh, David Koresh, which I watched, I think, this year. He played John Carter, one of the biggest flops of all time. You don't even know what that is. See? Uh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I just... It's stupid when it's like... This is about, I'm assuming this is like Persia or something, and it's like, well, here's the lead. A very white guy from, you know, Alabama. Oh, perfect. In John Carter? Yeah. No, John Carter goes to Mars. That's what that's about. So he doesn't go to, he doesn't go to the Middle East. He goes to Mars. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> shows you what I know. Yeah. It was a very popular, like, book from the 1910s or something like that. I don't know. Well, I don't think I've read that book from the 1910s. I'm sorry. I didn't either. Yeah. So check it out, Terminal List. All right, what are your last two? Uh, So uh, one of the the ways I pick movies to watch, I've talked about this before, is to look at the 
uh, what's leaving? You know, it's a good, good little tool they have there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I noticed on HBO, what's leaving is uh, all the Lethal Weapon sequels. So, or all of the Lethal Weapon movies. But I watched the first one around Christmas time. And I was you like, I'll watch my lead. Yeah, I'll watch all of these. And I never did. Uh, but this over this past month, I watched the uh, second, third and fourth movies. Oh, wow. Uh, so this is, where jo- one. this is where Joe Pesci comes in. So Joe Pesci's introduced in the second movie. Yeah, um, the new heavy. He's, yeah, a goofy character, little side character guy that kind of helps him along. Um, and Joe Pesci at this point, this is pre-Goodfellas, pre-Home uh, Alone and everything. Um, he's kind of, he's, he's a weirder character, funny, but he's reserved more than you would expect, uh, or at least not like super outlandish. He makes sense in the universe. Um, and then in three and four, it's post all those movies and he just, he's Joe Pesci and he's yelling at people and getting mad and being flustered and stuff. And it's just like, well, that's funny how that worked out. <laughs> um, I guess they were just happy to, that he came back at that point. Yeah. Um, including as late as was that 98 that the fourth one came out. Um, sure was, but I think they got progressively worse and less needed. Uh, but still like there's money in it. You could see the money in it, but I think the fourth one started with like a guy was wearing like an iron, like a, a very cheap Iron Man suit. Like, like, like in the beginning of Iron Man, remember he builds the one in the cave. Yeah. It was like a guy wearing that, like, but with a flamethrower. And I was like, what the Pretty fuck cool. is this movie? Like what? It doesn't make any sense in the streets of LA. And the guy wasn't like robbing a bank or anything. I don't know what that was about. Very strange. And then he never talked about it again, but um, yeah, I don't, those movies aren't, the sequels aren't good. They're just, there's action sequences and, I guess Mel Gibson's funny. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Joe Pesci becomes more of Joe Pesci in those movies. So I think that was, I think that's the funniest part of it is that his character completely changed. He's like, well, I just got to be more like the guy from Home Alone. Oh, yeah. And Chris Rock is in the last one. Yeah, pretty good. And Jet Li. They're just like, we got to keep escalating. So Yeah. Give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely uh, of an era. Yeah. So will they ever make a fifth one? Does it make sense to have an 89 year old Danny Glover in it? Who knows? He's really too old for it at that point. Definitely. Wasn't Mel Gibson doing it? Yeah, that was that was the idea. But Danny Glover is literally too old, I would say. Maybe he'd just be like, he could be in the role of like what we just saw in Top Gun 2. With uh, like Val Kilmer, and just kill him. Yeah. Off. <laughs> well, you just like I'm, you know, the head of the department now, Riggs. I don't think he'd be working. I think he he you go to him in a retirement home for you know, information or something. That's the scene he'd be in. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. You know, depends on how much how involved he wants to be in the project, Andy. Yeah. All right. Well, let me get to the last thing here. Let's wrap this up. Um. As I said, uh, to watch the Oppenheimer trailer, you had to go watch Nope. And I did go watch Nope. Uh, this oh. is the Jordan Peele movie, the the big movie from this last weekend. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I think there's some things that weren't great about it, but uh, I think it's my kind of movie. Weird sci-fi. Uh, much more of a... I don't want to spoil it, but much more, much more of a monster movie than it is a science fiction much more uh, i thought it was going to be well this is his like close encounters of third kind but uh 
uh, much more Jaws than Close Encounters of Third Kind. Um, but yeah, funny, unique. Uh, has something to say about it's. It's very much about making movies and how we do it and how sometimes it's irresponsible. Um, but yeah, just interesting movie. That's the last hour. I'd say is very thrilling. So uh, I think there's some parts of the first hour that maybe they should get it going quicker or something. I don't know, but um, it, the second hour is, is pretty great to me. So it's got um, Keith David in it. It does, but he is uh, very much a not a cameo, but he is he dies before the title card of the movie. Let's oh, it. Andy, that's it's in the trailer. That's literally how the movie starts. It's like he kind of dies mysteriously. It's like, well, what's going on? So I think that was very much uh, just a nice little thing. And in the uh, Daniel Kaluuya ends up playing does a great job being his son. So he, he's a great actor. He won an Oscar a couple years back. Um, but he does a great job of like, yeah, I could see this guy being Keith David's son. So, um, yeah, some good right. side characters, people I don't know, some people I do know. Stephen Yoon of The Walking Dead, very interesting character that they get into his backstory. It's fascinating, but I don't know how much it fits the movie. But yeah, cool, cool ideas. I think it's definitely worth seeing. I don't know if you have to go out and see it in IMAX or see it in the theaters at all. It was definitely made to be in the theaters, but. I think it would still be a, a nice little uh, watch for Halloween. If that's the timing seems to probably work out, that'll be available for everyone to watch then. So I'll be back yeah. with a vengeance. Yeah. Don't forget about it. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, that is it. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 281 of the Tony Steak podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off road. Nope. Andy. Yep. All right. See you later.